From here on Earth 616 to the multiverse, this is the Marvel Guys Podcast. Your number one source for everything Marvel. Reviews, characters, comic books, new releases. It's all right here. Now, let's welcome your hosts, Jordan and Spencer. Welcome to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jordan, and on my left is my co-host, Spencer. How you doing today? Burned. <laughs> That's how I'm doing today. Burned by love, burned by a bad bet. What are we burned by? The sun. The sun. The sun. Yeah, big, big sunburn we over spent the weekend. So. too much time learning about Egyptian gods a couple weeks ago, and <laughs> we yeah. got burned by Ra and yeah. all of his <laughs> demon sorcerers. Yeah. Uh, a lot mm. of sunburn from being outside of the pool. Wear your sunscreen, folks. Yep. And, and reapply. Uh, reapply and apply again. Yep. That's how yep. you get a job. That's how you avoid burns. <laughs> Keep <laughs> applying. Yep. So we are here to talk about episode three of Ms. Marvel. And this is kind of where the show seems to be taking a bit of a turn. We had a very long episode um last week and that was really because there was a lot of very interesting topics a lot of cool dialogue a lot of uh, social issues that were worth bringing to the table it felt like if there was you know some two people jumping on a trampoline last week was the person that is like jumping straight up and down and then this week was the one that slams you down and all of a sudden you're flying forward so the double jump it's the double jump yeah. and so we went from a lot of background a lot of story and a lot of possibilities to honestly a lot of answers and a lot of um kind of pointed trajectory this week yeah which is um kind of like we, we talked about every single one of these series we've done episodes on every series on every episode of every series and we always talk about these six episode series as like okay episode three typically is like that little like connector of an episode where there's really not much going on but like you have to get the characters from point a to point b and no that was not what we got in this episode broke this episode broke the mold this episode was like whoa there's a lot going on, a lot of action, a lot of, um, I, I would say fast paced would be the, the best way for me to kind of sum up this episode yeah. because you're just learning a lot about the past, the history, but you're also kind of being like thrusted into the now and thrusted into the, uh, kind of like the, the character is like Kamala has been thrown directly into like the line of fire basically uh in this episode so it was really fun to see this it was really really fun yeah we got uh we got a lot of cool little stuff in this episode and uh i think kamala's father really took a leap forward in terms of um importance to her character Mm -hmm. um nakia finds out that she is miss marvel however we didn't get a whole lot of um you know closure or information within that uh, area of the episode because bruno left with her to kind of go brief her on what was going on uh we got what seems to be the 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 villain villains one of the two um of this series at least so far 
And so we got a lot of answers for things we were unsure about coming into this week. So I think it was a very exciting week to be a Ms. Marvel fan and to be a Marvel fan in general. Because, like you said, this wasn't just an introductory episode. And it wasn't just trailing us along to get ready for that massive uh, fourth and fifth episode that we usually get from these series. So I think, you know, we'll discuss some main topics and see where we're going from here. But I think, you know, when it comes to this episode, the place you got to start with is the first scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the first scene of the episode where we discover, um, you know, within this partition uh, uh, area with the British and this this bangle and there's these ancestral, you know, people who are still around that we've been kind of referenced recently. Uh, it gives us a little bit of background on what we're working with. And the idea that there was two, you know, like mystical bangles and we know where one is uh, and we don't know where the other uh, resides at the moment. Um, immediately, you know, you, you get a victory point because it was not uh, Aisha who was at the end of the last episode, but a friend mm-hmm. um, or a one time friend, I should say, uh, <laughs> based on this episode. But, yeah, what were your thoughts when we got into, uh, you know, what we saw right right off the bat? Two victory points, and I got to add that in there because that's, uh, you know, I got to do me. But uh, I thought that this episode would start the exact way that it does. It starts in the past. It starts with them finding the bangle and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I think that this is where – this is the tipping point. I think that this is where uh, everything go- kind of goes awry. I feel like Aisha is probably, like – back uh in that like home world and maybe that's why there's this like belief that she abandoned her family and stuff like that um and that belief could have been spread by the uh noors was that what they were calling themselves is that correct the noor noors yeah it's like a uh it's like if your yeah car is old you want to get a yeah newer (laughs) car (laughs) yeah um, but yeah, th- they gave us a lot of, uh, backstory kind of, uh, pretty quick about it because this episode wasn't very, uh, long, but it was enough information. Like it, I, I didn't feel like they were leaving anything out or anything like that. I wasn't left with any kind of questions. It was a like lot was of perfectly, information. Yeah. It was perfectly done. Um, so yeah, you have the really cool like moment where like you don't really see what Aisha saw because the bangle activates when it's on her arm right but you see that uh what's her name's like back is turned the whole time mm-hmm. and she said like did you see that very cool callback to like when Kamala put it on the first time because yeah. when she put it on the first time whoever was with her I think it was Bruno Bruno had his back to her so when it activated she's like oh my gosh like it's literally always yeah. that way. You watch oh, yeah. a horror movie and they're like, hey, it's the boogeyman. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they're like staring the yeah. wrong way. Right. Look out the window. Uh. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that this was. Uh, this was an awesome moment for us to kind of get that backstory and it felt right. It felt perfectly paced. It felt like. Um, yeah, we we learned so much like what the history of these people are. Um, it's kind of like the new new humans kind of situation. 
Um, but yeah, this 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 was nice. This mm. was nice. I mean, I think they threw us off a little bit because everybody was kind of expecting Inhumans, Inhumans or right. um, Kree or something mm-hmm. along those lines, and they threw Jin and clandestine and the yes. newer. And it's like, for a, f- a couple minutes there, it was like, I'm totally okay with it. But I've also like I've always been told when I write a story, show not tell. And mm-hmm. so when she just started going, well, we are this of the this, and we're from that and there, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much to try to keep track of and things I don't even know much about. So it was really kind of a callback to, okay, how much how much comic knowledge do you have with this? And how much are you willing to remember over the next few episodes um, that we show you? So, you know, now everybody's definitely going to be going to the internet to search, you know, the clandestine and mm-hmm. newer dimension and, you know, all this stuff. And now they're going to get to tell us their version of this story. And so, you know, I thought it was interesting that uh, Kamala clarified what she is by saying, I'm not as guardian. I'm not, you know, this thing. I'm this. So that almost tells me like, that's important. Like Mm -hmm. Jin is now something Mm -hmm. to be looking out for moving forward that she's not the last that we'll see. Um, you know, in this, this run, um, she could be, but anytime you, you bring up a, a name like that, I know she's, she's a fan. And so that's like a terminology she would use, but it seems like maybe we'll get more gins moving forward, uh, to reference such as, you know, how we started with Thor and Loki and right. evolved into more, uh, characters or right. heard references of other characters and then moved deeper into their lore. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, I like that they like they had that little scene because like they're kind of um because it's a new character, it's a new series. There's not there's people that love Miss Marvel and it's one of the best-selling comics in recent times. Uh so there's a large fan base, but there's also people that are just specific to the MCU or whatever. And so it's like they're kind of like holding your hand and kind of taking you along and kind of stopping at these little certain points and pointing at little emphasis and things like that. And, you know, when we got to that point, like last week when we were talking about the recap of like episode two and we're like, Oh, we're kind of like expecting maybe like inhumans or something like that. Once again, it's like reel it back in all that other stuff because they're going to tell their own story. And you know, when you hear these like rumblings about castings in other projects in the future, uh, you know, namely like what we're going with in, in Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like you have to do that. There's a, there's a large group of people that are comic book fans that would say, no, you stay true to the character. You don't deviate from that. You tell that story and you put it on the big screen. That's what we want. And it's like, no, that's not. Like, what is the point of that? Yeah, you could literally just go to the comic store. You gotta, ju- you could go read that story. There's no point in seeing the movie if it's the exact same story. And with stuff that, like, what we've heard from Wakanda Forever, like, they're doing that on purpose as well. And you know, obviously, we'll address that later on. But uh, you know, with Kamala Khan, it's like, I love that they're doing this. I love that they're kind of like 
leading you to believe something and then kind of like switching it up because it keeps you on your toes, number one. Yeah. But it's also just giving them that freedom. And so far, man, I have zero complaints with this show. Zero. It's been <laughs> phenomenal. Well, um, you know, I wonder if they're leading us. They, they Marvel does a good job of like giving you a rope and then making you think there's something on the other end of it. Mm-hmm. But you're just pulling the actual storyline they want closer to yourself. Where I, I wonder if like the newer dimension is actually a big part of the, the Marvel's movie. And after all, it's going to be like this explosion of welcome to the MCU for um, the Jins and, uh, you know, Kamala and all this. And, and maybe they are betting a little bit more on Kamala than we ever thought. It's not like Captain Marvel's movie with the other two characters. Maybe it's actually going to explore this dimension that we have yet to see. So just based off of this episode, right? Everything that we get in this episode, Kamala's journey, all of this stuff, right? You have this really awesome scene, and I really want to point this out, where Bruno is telling her, uh, basically, like, you can help them, sure, but, like, you basically need, like, the power of the sun to do it. Yeah. And if it goes wrong, that's the power of the sun. If it goes wrong, it's going to be catastrophic. Yeah, it's the end of the world. Right. And she says something that is very, very relevant to the rest of the series, but also relevant to the Marvels. She says something like, well, Carol Danvers would just punch a hole through space and time and do it. Right. That's what I think the plot of this movie going forward will be. I think through the rest of these episodes, you're going to see that Kamala goes on this journey, this newer dimension. She's going to have exposure to that. She's going to learn so much about this. She's also going to learn maturity. And she's also going to learn that, like, okay, I can't be, I need to be me. And I need to know not to be just, you know, crazy, just doing things just to do them. And that's obviously yeah. the difference between her and Captain Marvel. So what I think we're, 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 what we'll get in the Marvels I think this could honestly this is the perfect place for them to do something like bring in a single X-Men character because you're pulling from another dimension you're pulling from another universe right Captain Marvel's not going to have the experience in that arena but what is she going to do she's going to be very headstrong about this she's just going to confront it that's not going to do it so she's going to need Kamala Khan, which is ironic because she's younger, she's a kid, but she's going to need that in order to conquer whatever this is. So I think that, once again, they don't do these things for just no reason. Like, there's a there's a entire purpose to this series, but th- there's also an entire purpose to this character going forward. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that they're, what they're doing with this, like, Nord dimension and, like, what we could get from this obviously it, it pays big dividends in the marvels captain marvel doesn't play well with others either no so she might actually be in a way of offended or annoyed mm-hmm. that maybe kamala thinks she knows better I, it's not gonna be a fun movie if it's just two hours of kamala like obsessing over captain marvel right no. there's got to be conflict but it goes back you know? to that that line and i'm sure you've heard it too like don't meet your heroes right yeah yeah. so i think that that's what we're gonna kind of get like that story there 
because Kamala's yeah, going to be like, angel. oh, hey, I can help. Carol Danvers is going to be like, no, you can't. You're a kid. Get out of my way. Yeah. And then Kamala's going to be crushed. And then you're going to, but you're still going to see that journey because yeah. she's going to know that she has to do something. It'll be a prove it. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. So it'll be, uh, dude, like, they're the, we talked about this last week too. They're like, kind of like sowing seeds here. They're planting them and everything's going to connect at some point, right? Yeah. We're at that, we're at that we're point in time. Yeah. We're at that point in time where all of this stuff is kind of just being laid out and there's a lot of people on both sides that are like, oh, this is great. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, this is really bad. I hate this. And Kevin oh my Feige gosh. is in a straw hat right now. just yeah. with a rake. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty ready much. For the harvesting season. Pretty much. But this is one of those things that I think that obviously this is going to be the one that pays off probably a lot quicker just because the Marvels is coming out later this year or, uh, you know, at the, at the latest, like early next year. So yeah, I can't remember when it's releasing. Um, this this gave me a, a higher appreciation for um, America Chavez as well because mm-hmm. um, for Bruno to say you need the power of the sun to change dimensions, America's like sneezing and falling into another dimension. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the power that must be you know within her. Oh yeah, is immense. Yeah, and it's really kind of just brutal to think about um, what kind of you know her body is able to put up with mm-hmm. um, another very noteworthy thing that uh, I think is easy to overlook, but always remember like Marvel doesn't throw away lines typically. Mm. And when Kamran was talking with his mom, I believe it was his mom. Uh, and he was like, well, you know, the Bengals like activated her powers, but like why it didn't do anything or, you know, something like that it didn't do anything for me. And she said, well, you're because the Bengal activated her powers on this planet. Like that was for her. That was her thing. Maybe you'll have something activate yours one day. Yeah. And so that was really interesting that they would throw that into the uh, episode, which makes me think that they do have some kind of long term plan for Kamran. And he's not just a character that's a means to an end Mm -hmm. to serve Kamala. So, yeah, I I guess we could see that uh, moving forward. And I know he was, uh, he's credited as, what is it, the Red Dagger? Is that his name? Yeah, for yeah, sure. So I guess we'll see that before too long. Um, but hopefully that means that we'll see him in the long term. I don't really know anything about his character in the comics, so I don't know. Do you see a path for him after the show uh, beyond Kamala Khan, that relationship? Or do you think it's it's pretty yeah. snug? Yeah, I think what you've seen so far is kind of what you'll probably get in the future. Just kind of like that, um, you know, when you have like those movies where like in like Thor or something, when they team up with other Asgardians and you're like, oh, hey, there's like uh, this random like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name right now. species guy, no 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 the guy who like opens the rainbow bridge and stuff like that uh oh, Idris Elba yeah his character um, uh <laughs> my gosh why am I blinking on this so hard because because it's because it's spot. names it's if you on, watch it's Jeopardy podcasts. you know all the answers until you're actually on the show yeah that's the dude that can't get blinded you know yeah right um so yeah I think it's like that like I don't think Kamran will have like his own series or anything like that but like pop up in her uh, her events 
And I think Heimdall, one of the coolest the Heimdall. Yes. Thank you. Um, one of the things that I think once again, we're planting the seeds for all of this stuff, right? One of the biggest things I could see going forward would be obviously secret wars. If you're getting into secret wars, you're getting into like multiversal collapses, stuff like that. What if like Kamran returns to his home? Like it's not really his home, but because he's related, whatever, like what if that's how the show ends with him returning? But then when things go sideways with the multiverse collapse, he comes back. Once again, you have that like dissonance of like a characters that like say, no, we need to kill off that other universe before they have the chance to do it to us. And you have the other character that's like, no, it's not right to do that. You know, it's like um, the scene from Dark Knight when the Joker makes them choose. He gives them the trigger for the bomb on the other boat, you know. And do you press it or not? Right. That's basically the premise of what I think Secret Wars could be. So that's where I think Kamran could come in is he could have like a more pronounced role. I mean, when you really think about it, all of these seeds that they've planted all along, all these characters that we have in the MCU, all the ones that are going to be introduced later. That's a lot of time. Secret Wars could oh, be yeah. a two to three film event. Well, and maybe it's not four be film. Till at minimum, like late uh, sixth yes. phase. Yes. Probably seventh. Which would be like in the 26 or 7, maybe or seven. at yeah. earliest. Yeah. That's my guess. So. They haven't even introduced the Fantastic Four yet. You know? No. They haven't introduced anybody. Like and Doom, okay, Galactus, so none of those people. We are at an accelerated rate at the moment, but when they introduced Thanos, that was in 2012, right? Right. And the last two movies were 19 and, no, 18 and 19? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. So as far as Secret Wars in that goes, my belief would be that Doom debuts in an end credit scene in Black Panther 2. But that's just me. No, that, that's very possible. But And we also got Kang the Conqueror. So like... Yeah. The They've already and got and the guys. Technically, we haven't seen him on screen. We, we saw He Who Remains. But I think the clock has started. It's just ticking really slowly right now. And then once we see Doom... Um, Reed Richards and you know all these characters that are going to really really affect the Secret Wars storyline mm -hmm. I think you're going to see an accelerated version of the Thanos Infinity War story but nonetheless Absolutely. they'll take their time but remember like there's dog years and then there's Marvel years which is like half of human year yeah. you know it yeah. flies by it does they it got their next does. big bad down the road right um, but yeah I think that's where Kamran could come back um, as far as like this series goes and who knows man we could get a part two of miss marvel like next year or something so uh well, we'll see i do have a, a just a curiosity of with this newer dimension like remember it, it might feel like a throwaway line but the people the gins that are on earth right now were exiled from the newer dimension so mm -hmm. something they did was either maybe it was like great you know, uh, so socially or morally and looked down upon by a, a bad dimension or they did something horrible. Um, we don't really know. So they're, even if they were like beamed back to their dimension by this um, bracelet or bangle, yeah. uh, 
who says that they would get to stay and if if there is some sort of like maybe captain marvel who is somewhat of a guardian of this um universe she's like we're sending them out of here we don't want them here Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe there is a conflict between the newer and you know the marvels Mm -hmm. that are are trying to help them but i mean i don't think the gens are like this awful i think they're desperate yeah you know i don't think they're bad or anything but obviously right now they're an antagonist and, and attacking but yeah um they're just desperate though like you they said they see that one opportunity you yeah. know and they're like oh my god it's gonna slip away because this girl's afraid because her human friend said it's dangerous like we know it's dangerous but what's dangerous to us is minuscule compared to what's dangerous to you so right and i think that at the end of the day yeah i think you're right i think maybe it's just because they're desperate because when you look at how long they've been banished right because you meet them in this show you meet them in the 40s and they're trying to find their way home so yeah. like truly how long have they been banished like yeah i don't know that's that's the crazy part they about it age very right? slowly yeah so um and obviously like if you're banished from a realm you've obviously done something that that realm it it, it good or bad doesn't really associate with that right but like you've obviously done something to piss somebody off who like is the ruler of that realm yeah so like that realm the the newer realm could actually be antagonists it could be evil and they defied that and because they defied that they're banished so but from the from the way that this been portrayed i would assume that yeah, I would assume that the jinns are are more evil. Besides, everything that we've known so far through conversations with uh Kamala, uh her brother, like the jinns are bad. They're portrayed as like this evil thing. Like uh ghost stories, I think she had compared it to, but she said that ghost re- uh, the jinn stories were real. <laughs> so, um yeah, I I I would assume that they're going to maintain that antagonist role going forward and that the newer dimension is, I would assume that it's something similar to Inhumans just based off of like the powers and stuff like that. Like it's some sort of like a uh, dimension in which you have like powerful people or power, like uh, a place where power comes from sort of like how like Wakanda it's like the only place where like vibranium is right so yeah. like the newer dimension there's like like a like a percentage chance or something that if you're exposed to like the water there or something that like you're going to have some superhuman ability uh and maybe just maybe Kamala Khan would be looked at as like cuz it seems like she can almost teleport to that dimension at least so as as like you were talking about America Chavez earlier, like how she can like fly through universes, the, the, her power can connect her to the newer dimension. So I think that maybe Kamala Khan would be looked at as like definitely like a protector of that realm or like somebody that's like, you know, an ambassador ambassador for sure. Good is not a thing you are, Kamala. It is a thing you do. Yeah. Was that was that with great power comes great responsibility for her? 100%. Okay. 
That's that's what I was thinking. I mean, it, it really. It, do you know? Is that a famous comic line? That that sounds like something that would. I mean, stick it sounds like something. It sounds like something that would, but I'm mm-hmm. not familiar with it. Um, once again, you you know every answer when you're watching Jeopardy when you're on the spot. Right. No, but, I'm just uh, curious. No, I I um, I don't remember that in the comics as of right now. I'm sure there's someone screaming at me right now that's like, oh my gosh, like yes, that uh, is the, everybody the line. knows something you don't know. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's definitely the line right there. And what an awesome line, right? Yeah. That there's no good or bad. You just you basically like you do good or you do bad. Like that's. Her I like that. F- her father was really like. I don't know the the way he's speaking to her right now. It seems like he knows something, you know. Oh yeah, it he just knows. feels like he may not know that she's this nightlight character, but like he knows some. He knows she needs his support, mm-hmm. like more than ever. And his mom or her mom is like losing her mind right now with all this stuff that's going on, and she's so confused. But well, boy, like, her dad seems to be in on this. Her dad is the supportive kind of character, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, the fact that she has it from both the mother and the father is really cool in the series uh, because I think the father was like more prevalent in the comics but um, as far as like that supportive person you know um, but yeah I think the, the, the problem lies with the mother just not being willing to talk about the past not being willing to because she says like you know we'll do we'll do anything to help you you know but it's like you could still see that like apprehensive behavior with like kamala's face of like uh yeah but i can't we we can't talk about this because you've already proven a track record that you're not willing to talk about it Mm -hmm. so that was a very interesting scene that i i liked because at first second i thought that she was going to open up to them and for a second, I thought that, like, oh, Kamala's going to spill the beans. And she's going to say that she's, like, the superhero. And they're either going to believe her or not. And more than likely, they're just not going to believe her. Um, but, yeah, I think that it's um, it creates such an interesting and weird dynamic. Like I said, man, like, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you haven't watched the episode or you haven't even started the series... Number one, what are you doing? <laughs> but number two, it's so good. It's so good. It's like literally, it's Spider-Man. Kamala Khan is just a different very telling similar. of Spider-Man. That's all it is, man. So if you love Spider-Man, you've got to check this out. It's so good. Um, and I was impressed. The, the, the biggest thing I was impressed with this week is this was a shorter episode, but we covered more ground in this episode. I feel like there were, there was more so, important yeah. storyline stuff from this episode for sure. You um, got more like cultural things. You got more background of uh, the characters in the first two episodes. Absolutely, no and those are absolutely like empirical to the story. But yeah, this episode was awesome. And I still, I, I back up what I said too, by the way, 
that episode two is still, I think, one of the more important episodes of the show still. So, well, this this episode had a main focus to it mm-hmm. um, that was really unrelated to the greater storyline, or so you would think. But it kind of parallels the issues that Kamala is going through right now, which is primarily through her family and you know what what matters most and um who can i trust and and who who can i talk to and i mean if you just regardless of the greater storyline if you were just asked what is this episode about it was about her brother getting married to his fiance and we got a scene you know at a really big wedding and that is what all this was centered around so yeah um it's always interesting what they throw in to build off of because what better to tell a family story and to end in ultimately disaster than what's supposed to be the best night of her brother's life. Right. And I think that there's multiple points in this show too, where they're like showing that disconnect, like that you have to have a sort of disconnect from the material thing in this world. And, um, I enjoyed that part of it too. Like you had that scene where like the brother is like putting on the, the, uh, like jacket, like, and you know, he's stressing out over the wedding and stuff like that. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I've only got like 700 some dollars in my bank account or whatever. Um, and father's just like, you know what? Like you're you're doing this because of like family, because of love, passion, you know, you're not doing this to, you know, a man has one fundamental choice in life to live a life in fear or love. The man who chooses love chooses Junoon passion. He chooses faith, courage. Yeah. And then he says him like, he's proud of him for making that choice. So like this was, I think this scene kind of really summed up the episode because this is kind of what she's kind of facing right now because you see it later. Nakia like gets the board position. Like she gets voted in, she gets all the votes, she becomes the board person. But at the same time, she's not willing to open up to her about it, about her being nightlight or whatever. So she's still hiding this stuff from her. Uh, She's hiding it from her family because she doesn't think that her family would be willing to talk to her at all anymore. Even though you can tell from the point where she first starts to mention it, uh, even with the Avengers con thing, the family has become more and more open to her as time has gone on. So they're really truly based off of this. There really isn't like a, a thing that's like should be going off in your head of saying, Oh, I can't talk about this right now. Mm -hmm. Because if you, if you notice like the mother is becoming so much more empathetic and so much more like, just talk to me. Like it's crazy. So it's once again, it's like one of those scenes that kind of drives you a little crazy when she's like sitting there and she has the opportunity to say everything that she needs to, to get the support and help, but she doesn't. Well, and at the same time, the mom is is saying this girl that's running around the town is ruining our lives. 
mm-hmm. what a horrible person and her mom must be this awful human being mm-hmm. so she's while she's coincidentally opening up she's tearing down At her daughter right in front of her yeah it's an interesting interesting episode i love the dynamics that they're throwing into this because it truly makes you see, think like there's not a single scene in any of these episodes that's literally like throwaway. Like every single section of every single episode so far has been with meaning and intent to the rest of the story. It's uh, it's brilliant, man. It, it's it's so refreshing to see too because like there's points in episodes of different shows that we've seen and, you know, you know, even in like, uh, take an Obi-Wan Kenobi, for example, there, there's scenes in that show that are like that, where you can totally just be like, Oh, what is going on? Why are they doing this? What is going on with this? What was the purpose of that? And no, with this show, everything has intent. Everything is done deliberately and man, like the storytelling is just so great. Cause yeah, that's another yeah, important scene there too. Eventually we'll get to them just sitting around and her mom cutting her down where like right in front of her Kamala. But I feel like at the same the time news. as we've seen the growth of the, the mother the is the character of the mother, the, the whole family is embracing her. Well, I think we'll see that as eventually. I think we'll see what well, maybe, like, you know what maybe you're being who five, you are and, um, we can't really stop. We can't really prevent you from, from being who you are. Like it's, it's chosen. Like, you are a superhero now. Um, I'm curious to see how the mom reacts when she finally finds out. Yeah, I think once again you have that scene with the like, is it? Uh, and he says basically like, "There's no good or bad. You either just you just do good, right?" I think you're gonna see that. I think there'll be maybe like one more public display. No more dumb kids hanging out of towers. <laughs> yeah that just ruins everybody's day right um nakia of course as we said earlier did make it to the the board and so uh she did not get to celebrate and it was something that was um kind of upsetting her and the celebration was muted by the department of damage control so the dodc is alive and well and trying to snoop around the mosque it seems that, that they've narrowed it down to somebody who probably participates uh, within that community and a Muslim within that community. So they are getting pretty close to Kamala here. She may be you know, needing to watch out. I don't know what their ultimate goal is here, but they're, they're getting close. I think they know. Ah. Yeah. I think they're pretty much just toying with them. Because later on when they show up it's once again it has intent like they know they know what's going on um i mean you saw what they were like armed with and stuff like that in the the last episode when she's like trying to jump away and that dude shoots that thing and it just immediately like takes her power away for a second yeah that's a powerful weapon that's been used a lot of times oh yeah stark attack yep so um very uh very interested to see where this goes because they seem like antagonists and it's kind of strange 
don't really know how what I'm picking up here. You know, are the gens yeah. the uh, antagonists? Are the DODC are they the antagonists? Um, but I tell. love that we're thinking that. I love that we're on that path of like, hmm, you know, yeah, what is going on? So, because we're we're halfway through this thing now, so yeah, we always kind of yeah. Uh, anytime we get to the halfway route of the series, we kind of reevaluate our thoughts and then maybe see if we have ideas on where we're going so we can look back in the final episode and think about our accuracy. You know, it's not a it's not a scoreboard we care that much about, but it is nice to, to get an idea of if we're playing on the same field as some of the, the bigger channels that are calling shots out, you know, <laughs> left and right, where we're a little bit more calculated and we have, you know, two episodes a week rather or one episode a week on this um, on this show rather than like four uploads every two days or so sometimes. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know that we had like major predictions before this series because we mm. weren't honestly given a whole lot, but now that we've gotten to this place, um, you know, as we, we talked about a little bit earlier, I, I do think this newer dimension is really going to play a, a big role. Uh, moving forward, I think Kamala now has three groups of families. It's the Jins and the newer dimension, uh, her friends, and then her actual family. Mm-hmm. So Nakia and Bruno, uh, I think they're going to become even closer as they you know go forward. The you know be the the Ned and the MJ for her. Uh, the the Jins, we will see. You know what ultimately happens there. I do think she's going to figure out a way to you know get them back to where they need to go but i i I don't know if it's going to happen within this series it's it's an awful lot to ask for i mean it is possible i suppose that these these gens die during this series in their battle their their idea of if we don't go back we're not staying here like we're gonna fight yeah um but i don't know i mean as far as the the main storylines and things I see going forward, I think I, I mentioned a lot of them earlier. But anything sticking out to you that you haven't mentioned yet? Um, I think honestly, at the moment, I'm just curious about more of the Nor dimension, because like, yeah, it seems like the grandmother actually can tap into that. She has visions and stuff like that. Like, so. Uh, yeah, we got a big teaser at the end of the episode. Yeah, like what's that all about? Uh, either way, man, I'm I'm really curious to see um, to see like a new setting for sure because it it seems like we could be going that direction. Yeah, you know, um, and um, I don't know. I think I think you're on the right track. I think maybe she kind of like returns the gins to their to the newer dimension but i think because they've already been banished that when she returns them that whoever like the leader of that realm is the ruler of the realm is gonna be not upset with kamala but like to it be like oh you're back well you're dead now (laughs) like and just because usually if you've been banished from a realm that's them basically having mercy on you. That's them having pity on you. Yeah, it's like the shoplift and the Gucci store goes, okay, don't come back and we won't call the police. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you come back, yeah, you're, you're done. 5 shows up at the doorstep. Yep, you're done. So, 
Yeah, I think that's that could be something that happens for sure. All right, halfway through the season. Does Aisha make an appearance in real time this yes. season? Yes, yes. I say yes. Yes. Um, has Aisha been in another dimension or has she been in hiding on the planet Earth? She's been in another dimension. Mm. Yes. I'm going to go planet Earth. Okay. I think she's avoided them. I think that's a good, I think that's a better bet. I don't know. I I was thinking dimension, but I think it'd be more interesting if she wasn't. Yeah. Um, and maybe she's even somebody we've come across in the past. I don't know. That'd be interesting. That'd be crazy. Um, okay. We have, uh, we got Monica Rambeau. Mm -hmm. We got Captain Marvel and we got Kamala Khan. Mm -hmm. Do we see an appearance of either of the other two Marvels in any sort of part of this series, including the end credits? Noah Var. Yes. No, no, wait, what? <laughs> Noah Var, Marvel boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, think th that those were not two of the people I listed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you got a, you got Marvel boy. All right. Um, I think we could see Captain Marvel, uh, at an end credit scene. Um, do we lose any main characters, any deaths? Hmm. And by that, I mean protagonist. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I agree with no. I would say her father is the betting favorite, though, if anybody was to go. I would say the mother. Okay. But, yeah. That's fair. Um, DODC. Mm-hmm. Uh, a problem or doing their job? Mm, doing their job but going beyond their reach They're i, doing I too agree much. yeah i agree they're doing their job but i do think in the future that yeah they may be stepping over you know yeah bounds mm -hmm. all right last but not least what does her final form look like on the mcu i think it'll be more comic accurate for sure i think that's where they're going with this I think Bruno kind of made that little thing for her. The full the uh, suit with yeah. the lightning bolt and everything yeah, included. Yeah, sure. Also, uh, I messed that up. I didn't realize you're talking about the end of the series, like in credit scene, whether it would be Monica Rambeau or Carol Danvers that shows up. Will either of them else. show up in the Ms. Marvel series? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I think that it would be Carol Danvers that shows up. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. One million percent. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see her final form, but I, I think it's going to be crazy powerful in in a different way. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to have a little bit of a Dragon Ball Z thing mm -hmm. where, you know, kind of like Miss Marvel, where when she powers up, it's going to be like this pulsing energy. Um, whereas right now it kind of just activates when she needs it to. But I think when she goes like supersonic form, I think it's just going to be. Yeah. illuminating her nonstop, which I'm, I'm pretty excited to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean all the main topics of this episode are likely to be, uh, very important moving forward. As we said, last episode got us kind of to this point and now this episode is launching us into the future of Ms. Marvel. And so it's going to be really exciting to see where they go with this, but, um, wherever they go, we will be able to cover it for you. And we're going to be doing our, our normal one episode per week. Uh, season finale should be a lot of fun because this one's, you know, the the shows that are coming up and the movies that are coming up, 
imply that we're going to see some really big stuff uh, coming forward. And they're always like adding little stuff in at the last moment. So you never know if maybe they just filmed this week, you know, the end credit scene for the, the season or something. So yeah, I can't, can't wait to see what they actually do. But uh, if you are enjoying these podcast episodes, please do uh, leave a, a like, a subscribe, a, a, re- a review, a rating, whatever it is you're able to do. And uh, we just really appreciate you guys being a part of this whole community, the podcast itself, engaging on the Facebook page. Uh, let us know what you're thinking of everything. And we're just trying to make it better for you each and every time. Uh, thank you for joining us today, and we will talk to you next time. Peace. You've reached the end game of this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Marvel Guys podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jordan and Spencer, check out themarvelguys.com, the Marvel Guys on Twitter, and the Marvel Guys podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.